Hello and welcome to the Tony Daily with me, Tony Kent. It is the podcast that invites you to come find yourself so you can listen to this and say, oh, thank God for that. It is not just me. And I could speak to you and say, it is not just you. It is also me. Um, I've done a different setting on my headphones. It feels weird to me to hear my own voice. I'm hoping that this records correctly because I don't want to do it again. Um, I have been thinking about not just back to school because I know, well, my friends who are in teaching went for their inset day today or being taught things in readiness for the new year, uh, new school year. And um, well, my daughter's finished secondary school, now about to go into sixth form and our son is going into year nine, I think, confusing always confused by school systems, me. Um, But I thought about those people where children are just starting school. In fact, my next door neighbour's little girl is starting primary school next week. And uh, I thought I would share with you some things that I remember about my kids starting school. And it's a pretty specific scenario. So here are some things to know when your kids are starting a village primary. I'm going to go with a village primary school because that's my frame of reference. But I think there will be things that um, are universal. So to set the scene, my children went to full-time nursery. It was um, a paying, not private nursery. We had to pay because we both worked full-time hours. So we were paying the equivalent of a second mortgage for our kids to go there and no childcare is expensive and we were lucky that we could afford to send them where we did so um our daughter was there well both our kids were there eight they could be there eight till six so first big change is that school starts at like quarter to nine or ten to nine or five minutes past nine some really sort of inconvenient time that is incompatible with work (laughs) some schools do offer a breakfast club um, and your child will probably not appreciate being sent to that or to after school club because it is not the same as nursery and actually they've gone from being the big kids at well, preschool um, to being the babies and I think it is quite a big step, actually. So first things first, if your kids are going to breakfast and have a school club, they won't thank you for it. Um, Though it does make life a lot easier. Um, The other main thing that I remember um, is that that first, that school playground experience. And it is like stepping back onto the playground um in that you have your little cliques and your little groups and there are the people that already know each other very well there are people that will have grown up um in and around the school there may well be people that went to that school who are now sending their children there and that was something that where we'd gone from having the kids at a nursery where everyone just dropped them off and then drove away um we were now on a playground stood with other people and the really like positive thing about it for us was we wanted to send our kids to the local school um because you could walk there and that was like yeah didn't want to be driving 
the kids every day of their education because they're in education for a long time. And we wanted to use the village school because they're, whilst this is chiefly a white, rural, middle-class bubble, as I often say, there is some diversity in the village and it did mean that there was a mixture of children, certainly from different economic backgrounds. And um, I think kids need to mix and it is good as an adult to be reminded that... Um, we don't all live in the same way. And um, it was, <laughs> I do think, sort of at first you're looking around going, oh, are they going to be my friend? So don't underestimate that process of making new friends. And I've made some brilliant friends from when my daughter started primary. Um, I joined the... Uh, PTA but it was called a friends of and made some excellent friends through that because in having a shared purpose and getting things done that's how you can forge new friendships so there's definitely a degree of um I don't think there are any mean girls there weren't any mean girls on the, the village playground um but there was certainly some different groups and there is definitely an element of you work your way up the playground because when you when your kids start they go in through one door and certainly with our school as they move up the school there's a couple of different doors that they can enter and exit through and so you move up the playground according to where your child is in the um, year system so there's that um, you will get to sit on a teeny tiny chair at parents evening you will get to have um regular contact with the teachers they definitely love to invite parents in to help help with reading um, help with sharing skills and knowledge um, you'll get invited to all manner of achievement assemblies which make sure you find out first if your kid's getting an achievement award because you don't want to sit through it to discover that your child is not getting one and your child does not want you to sit through it if they're not getting an award because your presence will suggest to them that they are. Um, so you don't want to get their little hopes up. Uh, so there's lots of assemblies that you shouldn't feel bad about it if you can't make it. If one top tip I have is that um, if you make friends with other parents, ask them to be a surrogate for your child if there is a sports day or an assembly or a play or something that you can't make um the amount of times me and my friends have helped each other out where either we're stuck in traffic or we've got um something going on at work or a family thing or we're away um definitely highly highly recommend um offering people help because you know if you can then do it we walked other friends kids to school and they've walked our children to school and and that is part of what I think made the initial primary school experience a really positive one um there's a lot to be said for that sense of community um if you're using a village school you may well find you probably find that it's Church of England lots and lots of village schools are because the land will have been owned by the church and donated by the church and they say you may have the land on the proviso that this is a church school and 
I think the primary I went to was C of E, I think. But what I remember about it is we had some good sing songs. The Reverend Cadenham used to come every now and then. Um, and there were a couple of kids that didn't go to assembly um, because they uh, weren't religious or they were of a different religion. And you can still opt your children out. And we did think about it because we're not a religious family. Um, and our local primary um, church is very active. And it is worth, if you are not religious or if you are not of Christian faith and it's a C of E school, it is worth keeping an eye on that because my kids had some weird assemblies and we did have to have a chat with the school afterwards. And once our son was punished um, by, or his punishment was to make Jesus's, um, we're like, you can't do that. Thank you very much. Um, so, yeah, interesting. And there was a diocesan review of the school that happened. And we were told to fill in a questionnaire as parents. We're like, it's OK, but we have to put our hands up as non-believers. You do know this, don't you? It's really it was quite eye-opening. Quite eye um, and we had some interesting conversations because whilst there's a lot of acknowledgement of other faiths, there is not often an understanding of no faith. They kind of think, well, you'll just accept it then, won't you? Um, so that was an interesting thing for us to navigate. Um, I don't know, maybe you don't care about that sort of thing. But it, it prompted some conversations in our house and between us and the school. Um, what else can I tell you about primary? Uh, Got to do a pat lunch. Uh, try school dinners general feedback that I had from my kids was no thank you we had pink fish fingers um, <laughs> everybody remembers the pink fish finger day um, they'll need a water bottle and then they'll need another water bottle because they'll lose the first water bottle in fact quite a bit of your time will be spent popping into school to have a look through their lost property box because the kids do have a tendency to chuck everything under the benches and it all just gets mixed together. Um, but one thing that I absolutely loved about primary is that you are welcomed in. So I think if you are interested in having an involvement in your child's early years, um, primary school will open their arms to you and say, yes, come in and look at your child's book. And that is really good fun. Go If they've got days with open classrooms, you can go and look at their books. Um, it's really sweet. It's really lovely. It's also hilarious because what's not to like about a five-year-old's writing where they've made up a story and all the words are misspelled. Um, so there's that. That is really lovely. And... If there's a school trip, get your name down early, um, especially if there's an interesting one. So they'll do things like trips to the zoo, trips to, we went to um, an art gallery in London, Saatchi Gallery, uh, one trip. Me and my friend were like, yeah. Uh, so do put your name down to help out on trips. But again, don't feel guilty if you can't do it. Having a friend that's a surrogate parent to your child will get you out of many a scrape. And... Um, what else would I say? Make sure you get them really sturdy shoes. 
Um, if you've got the girl and they're allowed to have a gingham dress, love a gingham dress, it, buy them from Sainsbury's or Tesco's because they are cheap and good. And um, do buy um, knit, do buy knit comb, do buy, um, do buy, do buy um, that spray that you get for their hair because I reckon on an almost at least a monthly basis you will get an email saying a child, no it's here which child of course, a child in your child's class has got head lice. So you will probably get head lice. I know it's going to make you itch. Be prepared for that one. You will probably get head lice. Doesn't matter how hard you try to keep your child's hair free from nits. Be prepared for that one. Also, be prepared for um, conversations about Easter Bunny, Tooth Fairy, Father Christmas. Uh, if your kid is a believer, there will be someone in the class that says they don't believe in it. So you'll have to have some pretty, you know, detailed conversations about that. Um, be prepared for, um, oh God, traffic light systems about behaviour. Um, be prepared to sign something saying that you commit to adhere to the school's rules. Um, do be prepared to have some fun as well. And if you can afford it, do um, give some money to the school because it is true that teachers will be buying pens and stickers and rulers and other equipment out of their own pockets. Um, so if you can afford to do it, definitely do it. Um, and if you can't, do speak to the school about um, what support is available because I know that there is, along with free school meals, there's also help with things like uniform and school trips. Um, so that's worth knowing as well. I'll have a think about what else I can remember, but I would love to know from you any top tips that you have on when your child starts primary school. Um, that's it for today. If you enjoyed this episode or know someone that would, please give it a share. I will be back with you tomorrow and I might do a bit of what to expect from secondary school. Thanks. Bye bye.